listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. Welcome and thanks so much for tuning into Productivity with Holly. It is wonderful to have you here. Now, before digging into this episode, I am going to ask a favor of you if you don't mind. I would love to ask you to help spread the news about Productivity with Holly. And there's a couple of ways that you can do this. The first is to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts because leaving reviews helps me to reach more people. And when you do actually leave a review, I take the time to read that review and thank each person. So if you're a business, that's a great little shout out for you too. And the second way that you can help to spread the news is to share the podcast with anyone that you think may like it. Whether you share it on Instagram, email, Facebook, however you want to share it, sharing is just wonderful. So thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And as always, I love to hear from you. So if you've got something that you want to say, don't hesitate to get in touch. You can get in touch with me via Instagram, email, Facebook, however you want to get in touch with me. You can just find me anywhere, really. (laughs) Okay. Now I am so very excited to be introducing my first guest for 2021, even though it is March. I am bringing on Karina O'Brien from Working Mama. Karina is passionate about supporting working mothers to find the balance between family, career, and self-care to help them thrive. In this episode, we chat about the relationship between a network of working mums and productivity. This episode is slightly longer than usual, but it is full of practical, actionable advice for working parents, mums and dads alike. So let's get into it. Karina, welcome to Productivity with Holly. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to our chat. Me too. This has been a long time coming, so I am so glad we have nailed down some time to get this done. <laughs> it certainly has been so, but we're being productive working mums, so looking forward to it. Absolutely. So briefly, can you tell me who or tell us who you are, what you do and what you love? Well, lovely to meet everyone. My name is Karina O'Brien and I'm a mum to a very energetic uh, son who's two and a half years old. I've got an angel baby and also literally about to have another bub. So we're recording this in Feb. So if you follow me and whenever this episode comes out, I've probably had the baby then. And also I can't forget, I'm also a mum to a very lovely fur baby. I'm a wife, mother, employee, sister, friend, and also founder of Working Mama, which is a community and podcast that I started when I was going through my parenting journey, wondering how I can manage the juggle of having a life, motherhood, and also a career. So I'm definitely very passionate about supporting working mums, uh, have the confidence and the mindset so they can have the juggle and, and manage it effectively. I love sport, I love going for a run and exercise, and but also on a Friday night, n- love nothing better than enjoying a nice, nice glass of wine or two with husband and uh, sitting down and reflecting on the week and watching TV. 
Yes, and I've just gotten chills listening to that because I think at the end of the week or not even just at the end of the week, at the end of every day, it's really important to connect with our significant other. Like I, we sit down and we have dessert together after our little girl has gone to bed and, you know, we'll nine times out of 10, we like to unwind watching some Netflix and, and having that time together, I think is really important because as parents, it often gets left behind, particularly in those really early years, because you're just absolute zombies. Let's not sugarcoat it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And it's so true. Like we know that as when we first became parents, we would we really missed that opportunity to have dinner because one was trying to settle our son and and that. And as we're about to go into the newborn phase again, we're like, oh, no, we're, we're going into this vicious cycle. It's different second time round. You know what you're in for. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's one of those things. And even when I was – both times I've been pregnant, my husband said, I really miss just sitting down and just having a glass of wine with you. <laughs> uh, we're not alcoholics or anything, but it's something about – for us, it's about connection. Um, and we certainly do that over dinner. And sometimes I ask him, how's your day? And he goes, standard, because he's very good at leaving work at work. Yeah. Uh, but it's really nice. And even sometimes I've maybe one of us has put our son to bed. We come down and we just give each other a hug. And so it's just that little bit of connection, which I think is really important for parents. Oh, it absolutely is. And to bring up everything that's going on in the world, as we know, both being in Melbourne, that connection, uh, that human connection, losing that, having that taken away from us during our epic lockdown that we had. It's just, you can't put it into words. And so you're right, that human connection. And we do the same thing. Once our girls in bed, it's sort of just like, we've got time to ourselves. And, you know, even though we had what we had seven, six or seven years together on our own before she was born, but it's a different kettle of fish now. It's a completely different kettle of fish. And a different set of emotions and and things that you've got to manage and every day, as we know with kids, is completely different. Even after they wake up from a nap, you don't know what mood they're going to be in and things. So it's definitely managing it. And as parents as well, we will parent differently. Yes. Uh, So it's also allowing, sometimes I just have to bite my tongue with my husband, but you know, because of course he just parents a little bit differently and I may be the softer one. Uh, but it is, you've got to allow that space. But also at the end of the day, it's about the connection and you coming back together as a couple. Like a friend of mine said to me, even before I had kids, she goes, remember Karina, you were a couple before you had kids. So you can't forget that journey that you had to be able to enable you to do that. Because you're right, we do lose sometimes focus and we forget about our relationship. Uh, when we have kids, but it's still so important to hold the family bond together. Mm -hmm. It really is. It absolutely is. So bringing it all back to working mama. Yes. Is working mama just for mothers who are employees? Definitely not. No. And I think every, a big part of what I hope to achieve and, and a lot of what I set out to do was with Working Mama was about telling the different stories of women. And as we all know, everyone has a different parenting journey. Everyone has a different way of, of their careers. And so Working Mama is very much about supporting people from all backgrounds, from all different work experiences to be able to share their journeys And so that's the beauty of it. We've got some people in the community that have, you know, their own businesses, others are more senior, others have just got a variety of different 
backgrounds and jobs and experiences. Some work full time, some work part time and, uh, and casual. So it's really about the support and the community that to let people know that they're not alone and that there is other people here to lift them up that it maybe have been through similar experiences. Uh, and even I was actually having some chats the other day with some friends about kindergarten and about how we're going to manage this. And, oh, my goodness, I can't believe our kids are this old. And I then messaged a friend. I said, do you mind if I actually put this question out onto the community? And she said, no, great idea. And so it's little things like that that, you know, kindergarten, all our kids, we've all had to manage the juggle, if you've got your own business or not, of kinder. And some will do different arrangements. So it's very much about supporting women so they know that they're not alone. It's from all people of all backgrounds and all experiences. Yes. And can I say I know exactly what you're talking about with the kinder thing because our little one, she has just started um, four-year-old kinder this year. And when I was weighing up the options, uh, I was looking at our local council-run kinder, which is where I just thought she would go. And as a self-employed woman, I could not send her there because the sessional times were erratic. They, it was like starting at eight o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I'm lucky if she's out of bed by eight. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so we my husband and I, we, we quickly realised that she would actually be doing kinder in her daycare centre because there was no there was no transition. There was no – or, yes, obviously there was transition, but it was just the same hours and the kinder program is taught within the daycare centre. And I always thought, oh, you know, how can people do that? You know, they need to have – and I've, you know, like all things when you're a parent, you've got all of these opinions on what you will and won't do. Like yes. we we were never going to co-sleep and I was, you know, I was going to go to sleep school and all this other stuff. I ended up turning out to be a crunchy mama with a co-sleeping breastfeeding kid. And I say kid because she didn't stop feeding until just after she turned four. Not my choice. Tried to wean her, wouldn't have a bar of it. And that is what worked out to be the best for our for our needs as a family. And, you know, (laughs) you never think you're going to give the kids a screen. (laughs) Famous last words. (laughs) Exactly. Look, we did last until she was over one before we actually did start giving her screen time. Um, And I'm getting off the beaten track, but you know, it's, it's so good to have that community where you can actually, they are working mums who, as you say, are from all different backgrounds and have lots of different experience. And I think that's really important because in today's society, there is a lot of expectation for mothers. And so much is put on the mum as well and the expectation and you've got to do this and you've got to be that Instagram perfect mum. So if you see me on Instagram, I generally don't even have makeup on. So I've done that many lives and things that no makeup and I deliberately do that because this is me. You see and you hear what you get is, and that's very much about my personality as well. Uh, But yeah, and that's why I want to do it. And even the other day I put a thing about redundancy and there's all these people going, oh, this is my experience. And it's really nice to know that you're not alone in the journey and that you're, you may be floundering, but there's a community that you can also go to to, for support. And it's, it's one of those things that it's, 
there's not enough support for working mums. That's my belief, um, both from a system and government perspective, and also just in society. And there's a lot of expectations on on women on raising those perfect kids, but it's a real challenge. Uh, but that's why my aim is to make you know make women know that they're not alone, and to provide them the support, the tools, the resources to help them along that journey, so they can be more confident uh, and be that role model. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And um, can I just say, fellow no makeup wearer here, I couldn't tell you the last time I wore makeup. And the funny thing is before having, I, I didn't wear makeup every day anyway, but, you know, because of my vintage persona and my love of vintage, um, you know, people sort of, they get a bit shocked when I don't have makeup or hair done. And I'm just like, I don't have, I've got other priorities um, and, you know, it's not the be all and end all. Like I'm, I'm definitely not the Instagram mum or the Instagram influence business kind of thing. Like I guess in, we all have our own influence, but I'm not an influencer in yeah. the term that you see now with Instagram. So it's refreshing to know that we do actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Black way. Yeah, I wear makeup for work. Like, I love wearing makeup, but I'm just like, you know what? My life as a mum, no, don't need it. That's right. And particularly when you wear masks so much at the moment. Yes. No point. No, that's exactly right. You end up with like this nice big makeup line and you've got to take everything with you. No, just no. 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 Yep. So, <laughs> okay, so we've talked about the the diversity that is Working Mama and 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 your and the members inside of Working Mama. So, how does a network of working mums help with productivity? So, as we've said, we always want to know how we can improve or how to do something a bit quicker or easier. That's how the network and the community really come together. So, uh, every weekend, I actually share a different story of a working mum. And so every weekend, uh, it's the same five questions. And I ask also one of the questions around what are your strategies? And we share this because everyone has a different strategy. So people may go, right, I love meal planning. And I'm a big fan of meal planning because I actually think it saves you time. And so if you can help someone go, look, I can save an hour by meal planning each week, that's helped a fellow working mum learn something new. Because when you're also just returning back into work, it's a whole new range of experiences. You're trying to work out what to do. But if you can lean on someone or read a story or read something, some resources that have really helped someone else, that's going to help them. So if things, are, and I've actually made a, a 10 strategies to help you in managing the juggle, and it's all curated off content that people have actually shared about how they manage it. And it's certainly things of like, even my, my husband and I, we've got uh, the same email address for a lot of our communication. So it also cuts down the time of going, oh, did you get that email or have you heard, heard this or have you spoken to this person? We've got the same email, same shared calendar. And so we both know if we're out, oh, yeah, okay, we're available Saturday afternoon to catch up with some friends, for example. So it's those little tips and tricks that you can pick up from other people. You don't have to 
implement everything. But it's one of those things that if you're struggling with a particular topic, you can actually then reach out and learn how someone else has done it. And generally as well, it's going to be something that's very simple, but it's definitely going to save you a lot of time. So there's people in there at all different parts of the uh, the parenting journey. And so it certainly helps by that network, again, about support, knowing you're not alone. And if you're really floundering on something, they can ask a question. It's a free community and, and, and really help them out. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think the other thing to just being a part of a community and, and having these strategies suggested, they're shared without judgment as well yeah. because they've worked a mile in your shoes or half a mile, you know, whatever it might be. And I think that is also a very big thing about having a trusting community as well is is the judgment-free zone. Yeah, and it's so important as a mum or even parents to have your tribe, have your community. And, look, you're never going to agree with everything that someone gives, but it's definitely from a productivity perspective we're all wanting that extra time in the day. We all wish as mums we've got our to-do lists that are like 28 hours in the day. It's probably if we had to work it out. There's only 24. <laughs> There's no extra hours, unfortunately. <laughs> so we're always trying to fit more into the day. And so if we can make a few of those tasks a little bit quicker, that is probably going to give us more time as a family. Like, for example, I've got a cleaner and it's the best thing we've done because it allows us as a family to spend more time on the weekend rather than my husband and I being in crappy moods because we've got to clean the bathroom. So it's those little simple tips and tricks that, yes, sometimes you do have to spend money for that for that time, but it's worth it. Uh, and I certainly got that advice from other people of saying, being a working mum, get a cleaner. And I was like, oh, I don't know, got my husband on board and he's like, that's the best thing we've done. Yep. That's, it was our big to-do list. Like that was our big goal for 2020 was to get a cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're working on that now for 2021. Um, you know, just we we moved house during the pandemic, uh, you know, so we are still, you know, trying to rejig finances and things like that and just to make sure that we can do it. But I know that – so I only work three days a week in my business. I mean, well, let's face it, I probably do work seven days a week in my business um, because your mind is always switched on. But three dedicated days where our – girl is at kindergarten and my mother-in-law cooks dinner for us one of those nights because my husband's at work and he works so his commute um is an hour he works on the other side of Melbourne to where we live and when I say that's PT not car commute um so you know having her cook for us one night a week and it usually lasts for two nights I don't have to find or sacrifice, you know, two or three hours across two days, you know, because I'm not the world's greatest cook and I'm very slow in the kitchen, unlike my husband who chops it and looks at you while he's chopping, you know. So so having her, yeah, prepare those meals for us is an absolute time saver and I'm so grateful for that. So any working parents out there listening, grab help with both hands and cherish it because it will be your saving grace. Uh, it's it's probably one of the biggest things I've learned as a mum. I think before I became a mum, I used to be quite proud and if I was asked for help, I would say, no, 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 it's all right, I've got it. 
But the biggest thing I've learned as a mum is accept all the help that you can get and even accept all the stuff that people are willing to give you. And it's amazing how much you, by saying yes to someone and accepting help, it opens, it changes your mindset and opens you up to so much more. And people are then willing to help you out. Because if you keep saying to no to someone, they're not going to offer up any help. And it definitely will lighten the load and help you in so many ways. So yes, 100% accept everything. Yes. And love the point you raised about um, being given things too, because let's face it, kids are expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So we've talked about how a network of mums helps with your productivity. Now I want to ask you, what is your number one productivity tip? I've already given some tips throughout the episode, but my (laughs) number one would be, uh, is actually about sharing the mental load. So I recently ran a survey for the working mum community and and also put it out broader. Um, And it's a whole range of topics that I asked. And I asked also the question of what's your biggest challenge at the moment? And the number one thing was about sharing the mental load. And so I'm actually going to flip that on its head and actually say, if you can look at your relationship as a team and the way that you parent as a team, your mental load as a mum is then going to be shared with your partner. And it's just like, I think the saying, you know, problem halved is a problem solved or something. Solved, yeah, yeah you know that quote. Uh, so it's very much there as a mum is what we just said about accepting help. You may not necessarily agree with your partner on how he folds the towels or how he does the washing, but if he's you want him to help, have that 50% load uh, because then that way it's going to make you both happier. You're going to have more time because then you're not going to be the one at 8 o'clock at night Well, he may maybe on the couch and you're then getting resent of, oh, I'm folding washing and he's playing PlayStation or something. You're both then in it together. Uh, So, for example, my husband does all the washing. I actually don't even know the last time I put a load of washing on uh, because he goes, if I didn't do it, and I have more of a just-in-time principle with washing, and he knew this before we lived together, and so he's just taken full responsibility. So it was last night I said, look, we've got a few loads, how can we put this in? So he then is, okay, I understand, and he's done all the washing. It's amazing. So for me mentally, I don't even think about it. But then I then do all the meal planning and, and a lot of the shopping, and he doesn't think about it so much that way. So for I'd say the number one biggest tip not only from a productivity perspective, but also from probably a, a mental health perspective is actually about sharing the load and, and sit down with your partner, have a conversation with them. If you're doing everything, just start to think about it, how, what you're prepared to give up. I know as mums, we try and control the situation, but as what we're saying, accept help and be open to that. Um, and they may not get it right the first time, but allow them the the support to do it and you'll never know where you go from there. So that's definitely uh, a big part of my tip is it's rather than turning the challenge into of sharing the mental load, turn it into a product productivity and time-saving tip. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And we have a similar division, uh, husband washes and hangs out and I fold and put away because I am pedantic about my folding. So <laughs> because for me, I like to play Tetris. So if 
you know, those of you who weren't around in the early 90s, Tetris was a game that you played on a Nintendo Game Boy, which I guess is like the equivalent of a Switch or a DS or whatever they are. So Tetris was my thing. And if things aren't folded the right way, they don't fit into the spaces. So I am the folder and the putter away. But with that, a lot of our stuff goes, we hang, you know, aside from shorts, jocks, socks, etc. anything that can be hung to dry goes on a coat hanger. Yes. We don't, we don't have a clothes line. We live in an apartment. There's no shared clothes line. So we've got like two clothes horses and a quadrupod. I say quadrupod because it's got four legs. It's not a tripod and everything gets hung out there on those apparatus apparati um apparatuses i'm not sure what that how the plural is for that one and that is a huge time saver as well for us because you don't have to take the pegs off put it in the basket then fold it we can literally just take it all off put it in the wardrobes and i can fold it when i have time and my time for chores is friday so i will our daughter will go with her grandmother my mother-in-law um on a friday and I will fold the washing, whatever needs to be folded and turn everything in the right way so that, um, cause we dry our clothes inside out so they don't fade. So turn everything inside out and then just hang it back up again and done. It's super simple, super easy. And when husband is doing the washing, he'll kill two birds with one stone and he will sit down and watch something on Netflix so that, you know, it's not a chore. It's I'm just doing something with my hands while I'm still relaxing. Exactly. But it's so good. You've actually got that division of labor. You're, you're sharing your time. And, and that's just a couple of examples. So yeah, yeah, the more that you can share, I think helps lighten the load and as a family become more productive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and similarly, I am, I lists are my things and I can, you know, have 50 million lists inside my head. And husband actually is the one who goes to the shops. It's just something that because I was breastfeeding for such a long time, me leaving the house in the evening was always impossible. So it's, okay, what do we need from the shops? And I would be like, okay, we need this, 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 and this, but he would be the one that would go and do it. And that still works for us to this day. And while he's out at the shops in the evening, I will, depending on how I'm feeling, I will either take a break and just unwind because it's not often that I get time to unwind on my own or I will do whatever else that needs doing if I'm feeling like it. And that's, you know, also a great way for us. Yeah, it's finding what works for you. And I think that's the main the main part of it. It's going to work something different for everyone. Exactly, exactly. Now, Karina, before we wrap up, can you let us know where we can find you? Certainly. So when you hear mama, it's actually spelt M-U-M-M-A. So I know there's different spellings. So we're on Instagram, Working Mama Community. Uh, I've also got a free Facebook group and that's where really the community builds is Working Mama Community. So just search for the group. Website, workingmama.com.au. Also we're on LinkedIn, same name. And also I have a fellow podcast, um, and which I really look forward to having you on soon, Holly. And... Again, just search Working Mama and you'll find everything. 
I cannot wait to be on your podcast too. It's going to be amazing. So I will include the correct spelling and links later on with the show notes. Karina, thank you so much for joining me today on Productivity with Holly. It has been a wonderful chat and I hope that, dear listeners, you have found some hints and tips to help you on your parenting journey. Thank you so much for having me and have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. At last, Karina and I got to chat. We have been trying to schedule a time since midway through Melbourne's lockdown in 2020, but things just kept cropping up. Who knew life could be so hectic during stage four lockdown? Now here's my key takeaways from chatting with Karina. Human connection is so very important. So take those moments to connect with your significant other, no matter how small or how big. Having working mums from different backgrounds and experiences is incredibly important for support for so many different reasons, including your own sanity. You're not alone in the journey. If you're floundering, there is support there for you inside of the Working Mama community. The Working Mama Community Network aids productivity through sharing their stories. It allows other women to learn new strategies to try in their life, in their situation, right then and there. And this is a really, really good one. Accept all the help and all the stuff, if the stuff is perfect for your life, that people offer you. If you keep saying no to someone, they will stop offering help. Karina's number one productivity tip is to share the mental load. To look at your relationship as a team rather than two individuals. And that is it. They're my takeaways from this episode with Karina. I absolutely loved chatting with her. And thank you so much for giving us your time today. As I said, it is a little bit longer. So thank you very, very much. Now, to find out more about Karina, you can Google Working Mama. That's M-U-M-M-A. And you'll be able to find her, whether it's Facebook, Pinterest, um, Instagram, you know, her website, Google Working Mama, and you will find her, of course. I'll include links in the show description and full show notes will be coming soon. One thing about being a one-woman operation is transcribing guest episodes when I can because I do have to sit there and listen word for word and then type things out. Um, I could give them to places like Rev or things like that. But right now my budget doesn't extend that far. So I do it myself. Now, if you would like productivity and or podcast goodness delivered to your inbox sporadically, head on over to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you're on a computer, pop your details in the pop-up when it appears. If you're on a mobile, just scroll down a little bit to find it on the page and enter your details then. If you would like to know what I get up to in between episodes, if you would like to find some helpful productivity tips and to learn more about me, you can catch me over on Instagram. Just search for Holly Barak. That's H-O-L-L-I-E-B-A-R-A-C. Of course, it will be in the show description and show notes later on down the track. And I will be talking more about the name change next week. 
If you would like to book in for one-on-one mentoring, head to the work with me section of my website for more information. There is, of course, my wonderful online business community, The Organised Biz Village. It's a place for productivity, accountability, community and friendship. And you can now join it anytime you like. Equity and accessibility are incredibly important to me. So having the village open for you to join year round is what I've realised I need to do. And if this sounds like something you'd like to be a part of, head to organisethebizvillage.com.au. And finally, something that I am super, super excited to bring to you is my brand new 90 day planning live workshop. There are two workshops. They will be held uh, in March this year. So if you are listening before the date, you can head to the shop on maydayva.com.au forward slash shop and you can uh, grab a place in the 90 day planning live workshop. There are only uh, 10 spaces in each session. It's nice and intimate. We're going to go through and we're going to break down your 90 day goals to help you move forward in your business. So if that sounds like something that you would like to be a part of, head on over to the shop. It is, and I'm not going to lie to you, it is really a great price. It's $20. And you get the session, you get access to me, you get a workbook that you can use again and again and again. It's incredible value. $20, just head to www.maydayva.com.au forward slash shop and you can grab your spot. Now, that is it. That rounds out the episode. Thank you so much. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to your company next time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximize productivity in your business, head to www.maydayva.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at MaydayVA. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.